Hello friends, I'm your host Chris Thrill, I'm a former Royal Marines Commando, I've adventured for better and sometimes worse across 80 countries on all seven continents. Welcome to the Bought the T-Shirt Podcast. Hello friends. So for this podcast, I'm going to be talking about enlightenment, how to get what you want, how to be happy, right? So if you don't know me, I'm Chris Frawl. I'm a former Royal Marines commando. Uh, I'm now an author, adventurer. I'm just moving into public speaking. Um, I've got my rudimentary YouTube channel up, as you, as you can see. Uh, but my life wasn't always so sort of moving in this right direction. I, after I left the military, I experienced chronic psychosis from crystal meth addiction. Doctors said I would never recover. They recommended, um, or they said it was doubtful I'd recover. They recommended my parents admit me to a psychiatric institution, possibly for the rest of my life. Um, I ignored them. I ignored all the medical professionals because they couldn't relate to the mindset of a serviceman. Um, I couldn't go to all the, the self-help, the, the AA groups, Just they just weren't for me. Plus, I would never accept that, that I had a disease uh, because addiction is not a disease. It's a learned psychological condition. And I didn't want to base the rest of my life on, on what what I would consider a sort of distortion of the truth. Right. So anyway, I've got I'm writing my book at the moment because so, as some of you will know, last year I ran a thousand miles pretty much nonstop, as in like I slept by the side of the road uh, in a tent. I ran an ultramarathon every day. I was carrying. um up to like 14, 15 kilograms of camping equipment. And I didn't take take a day off. Um, and the, here's the thing. I was up there at John O'Groats, which is the northern tip of the UK. And I'm running down to the southern tip, right? 999 miles in total. And I put a Facebook Live video out saying, um, this is what I'm going to do. And I will achieve it. And I don't want any negativity from any of my supporters. I was doing it for charity, you see. But more importantly, I was doing it to raise awareness of, of this alarming rate of veteran suicide we've got. So I wanted to show that it's possible to come from where I was, which was homeless, very, very unwell, to getting it, not just getting your life back, but going out and achieving, you know, achieve, getting yourself happy, getting your goals. Now I'm writing a book about it. And I thought I'd put my rules for life into that book. Okay. And I came up with 20. And this is why I'm the happiest person I know. It's why I've achieved all of my goals, whether it be becoming a pilot, Qualified pilot, qualified skydiver, Antarctic explorer, polar explorer, advanced scuba diver, best-selling author, um, 
what are we saying? Very proud father, happy partner, um, graduate of youth and community work. And so I'm not, I'm, oh, no, I'm not going to go on. I'm not going to go on. But having lived, worked and travelled now in 80 countries across all the, the continents, it's not because I'm like super special or I'm I'm like a, you know, they call me the English David Goggins, right? One person did. So I'm going to go with that. But seriously, I'm not anybody's anybody. I'm my own person and I've learned to be that way. And, and there's certain things you can do just to get rid of all the the nonsense out of your life. And, and that's what I'm going to come on to. So I'll go through these lessons and you might be able to take something from them. You might not. But if I don't speak my truths, we're not going anywhere, are we? So first thing I learned when I had nothing in life, when I was when I was having probably like my fourth nervous breakdown, woke up one morning, um, had a bit of an epiphany. From that moment on, I always promised myself I'd smile at the morning sun. Okay. I'm not just taking in that beautiful light, reminding me of the eternity, the eternity of the universe, right? But what am I doing when I do that ritual and I do it every morning? Okay. I'm not religious, like, you know, sometimes I forget, but, but it's understanding the principles more important. I'm saying I'm part of this universe. That sun's feeding the plants that give me energy, right? I have every right to be here as anyone else. But moreover, um, I need to respect that I have this life and take it seriously and love myself. Because there's people, they haven't got this life anymore and they died in tragic circumstances. Or there's people that are always worse off than me, right? And at the very simplest, I'm happy that I can be happy I'm here. I don't need money for that. I don't need cars or wealth. I'm just be happy that I'm on this beautiful planet, right? So every day, if you're struggling, make it your ritual to smile at the morning sun and things will change for you. Uh, number two, stare out the window. When you're at school, as teachers tell you, don't stare out the window, right? It's like nonsense. Always dream, okay? Keep everything on what I call the back burner. So you 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 see someone flying an airplane, you think, ah, I'd like to do that, you know. Don't write it off. That's what most people do. They dismiss their dreams before they've even processed them. I've never done that. I've always gone, ah, Elvis dived off the cliff at Acapulco, right? Um, I'd like to do that one day. By this weird, freaky nature this opportunity then comes around later later in life okay so dream don't be afraid to dream think what you'd like think about your goals what what you what you'd like to achieve because if you're not even going to dream it then you're never going to come up with a, a plan right and if you haven't got a plan you're not going anywhere right run around the block number 3 this might sound simple this is all about taking action. Don't be sat there telling everyone how depressed you are and how life's miserable. 
if you're not prepared to act upon it. I say run around the block. It's what I do whenever I take on any new challenge, whether it's running a thousand miles, whether it was training for the London Marathon, whether I wake up and I'm a bit depressed for for whatever reason. Okay, get up, get your running shoes on, jog, walk, crawl, hop, whatever your thing is, just get around the block. Not a marathon, not a 10 miler, not trying to break any records. Just just run quarter of a mile. Come home, shower, cup of tea, feel good about yourself. Why? Because it's it's creating endorphins in your brain, these chemicals that are a natural high. And off the back of that, you will then want to do more and your life's problems won't seem as much. So take action. Really important. Buy the ticket. If you want to achieve something in life, just do what I do. Go and buy the ticket. When I wanted to become a pilot, I first of all found out, you know, what what do I have to do? Obviously, I found out you could do a three week course in the United States, very intensive course. It would cost around, you know, two and a half thousand pounds. I, I was lucky at the time I had that money in the bank. If I didn't, I would have found a way to save it. Right. And so I just booked myself into this flight school just like that. When I wanted to run the London Marathon, I, I got myself on it. You know, I got a charity place. That way, you're committed then, right? You're committed. You've you've bought the ticket. Now you've just got to follow it up with, with whatever the training is that, that's necessary, right? And what you're doing by buying that ticket, you're making a commitment, you know? You're making a commitment to yourself. You're not being one of these people that says, oh, I'd, I'd like to be a skydiver, right? I'm going to write a book one day. It's like, no, you're not. Just the fact that you're saying it means that you're not going to do it. So buy the ticket. Finish first, start later. When I was up there at John O'Groats, 15 kilo backpack, 1,000 miles to run. I had already finished that run in my mind before I started, right? I'm literally, I'm visualizing the finish line. I'm imagining going going to meet my boy, my little boy. I agreed that we would run the last hundred meters together. You know, he's only so he's only three. Uh, and that is it. All I'm thinking about is running that last hundred meters with it. I'm not thinking of negatives. I'm not thinking of what ifs, what if this happened, what if I break break my leg? Ha ha. I if you see my video, you know I fractured my my leg. Um, I'm not thinking about where I'm going to put the tent tonight, buying food, picking up water, none of that. I'm just thinking about running with my boy and that is what I'm going to do. And nobody or anything is going to stop me. Right. So I finished first. I've done the finish already. Now I've just got to start. Right. Uh, This one. uh, I've got to be careful how I say this because I don't want YouTube to to block this video or something. Number six, there's naysayers and us. Did you get that? Okay. This is in life. There is a ton of people that are going to rock up and tell you, you can't do what you want to do because of this reason or that or that. Um, 
you know the reasons why people do that. It's the crabs in the pot, isn't it? They see you trying to get out and do something, you know, they just want to pull you back in again, right? Or they generally probably don't have belief in themselves, so they don't think what you're trying to do can be done. When I wrote my, when I said, sat down to write my book, I be, I begun with the end in mind, so I'd finished it before I started. And by that, I mean, I was going to write a bestseller. There was no other option for me. I'm not going to write crap. You know, I'm, I'm not interested in that. OK. People would say, oh. You know. You write a book, I'll, I'll, I'll read it and I'll tell you if it's any good. And I didn't say anything, but I'm thinking that's not the deal. I'm just going to write a best-selling book. If it's if it, if the first draft isn't good enough, I'll, I'll go over it and I'll learn more. And I will get it. And and if the whole book isn't good enough, I'll screw it up, throw it in a bin and I'll start again. I don't need, I value people's opinion. Of course I do. My books go out to like 10 or 15 people, my Delta team, as it were. But what I'm saying is, um, like, I don't need the doubt in Thomas's in my life. If I set out to do something, I finished it from the start. So I'm going to do it right. Uh, crowd don't make the podium, right? Own your actions and yourself. So what, what I'm saying by this, you got first, second and third place, right? You're not going to get the whole crowd up on that podium because the crowds don't get there, do they? The crowds are too worried about what they look like, what other people think about them, pulling other people down, slagging people off over the internet, pulling down other people's achievements. Um, watching soap operas, playing a too much Xbox. Um, yeah, I think I've said said enough, right? This is not a criticism. People can do what they like. You know, my deal with people is: you live your life, I'll live my life, right? That's the deal. So this isn't a criticism. If people want to live that way, that's fine. But I'll tell you now: you're not going to find enlightenment, and you're not going to find that that middle way, the way where you woke up in the morning, you might not be feeling right, but you know what to do to get yourself right. That way, when you get really, you know, something happens and you're happy, you know how to keep a lid on it because you don't want too many highs. You don't want too many lows. You want to be the guy that cruises through in the middle. Okay. So that crowd, they're never going to get there. If they're too busy talking about what, you know, what happened on the TV last night, they're hardly likely to be reading books, taking in knowledge, researching on the internet, watching fascinating YouTube videos. You, you know the score, right? And own your actions and own yourself. What I mean by that is don't just adopt what you see in the media. You know, you got we've got this stupid, I'll give you an example, We've got the stupid syndrome at the minute. Everyone's saying passed instead of died. It's like people die. That is fine. No one's supposed to live forever. It's absolutely fine to say, my dad died. You know, have you noticed how weak people are in that they'll just copy what what they hear other people say? You've got this. In You see how it was in the old days. People thought past was respectful. It wasn't. It was like. If if you just wanted to be a, 
I don't know, man's man ain't the right word. I, I don't make this chauvinist or, 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 you know, but if you just want to be a straightforward down to earth person, you said died, right? But people who wanted to try and be posh or thought they were posh would say pass, right? It's just nonsense. And now we've got this thing where because there's an agenda in society, and I'll, I'll talk more about that in other videos, but the agenda is just to soften everyone up. So we've got a bunch of wimps that can't think for themselves, can't take action. They can't gather together and take social action against injustice. Um, and they can't fight back. That's, that's, that's what the agenda is trying to do. It's trying to emasculate men. It's trying to set women up to... to, to to, to hate men and hate each other. It's it's trying to set race upon race. It, it's I call it the agenda. There's more behind it, but you know, I don't want to get too deep. That agenda this agenda is out to make sure you don't have a life, that you don't achieve. Because if you don't achieve your goals and dreams, you're going to be unhappy. And what do unhappy people do? They spend and they buy and they bicker. Okay. I think I've said enough about that. House won't paint itself. Number eight, the house won't paint itself. What I'm saying here is every journey begins with one step. If you don't get started, you're not you're not going to find out if you're going to finish anyway. Generally, you get started on your challenges and your dreams. You'll be surprised. Nothing I've ever done, even a thousand mile run. There were hard bits on it. As I said, I fractured my leg. I had to work a way around that so I could do the ultra marathon a day, right? But um, it's surprisingly easy when you take on these challenges and you just get started. And the next thing you know, you've achieved them. And it was never as difficult as you thought, right? House won't pay itself as well. If you don't even get started, if you don't even try, if you don't sign up for that self-defense class you wanted to do, if you don't, um, you know, join the gym. If you don't read that book on, on diet that you, you, you've been in, you know, it's not all going to come to you, right? Number nine, you can quit afterwards. All right. When I was in the military, I joined the Marines. Okay. I'm not advocating people join the military. It, it, it's, you know, you want to go and fight for George Bush and Dick Cheney so they get even richer than they already are. That's, you know, it's kind of, that's up to you, right? But but my point is, I was very proud to be a Royal Marines commander and always will be. Toughest training, they say toughest infantry training in the world, right? Or the Western world. I don't know how anyone knows that, but it's 32 weeks long. When you get your Green Beret, you've got that for life. No one can ever take that away from you, right? And yet there were people giving up up until like, week 24 out of those 32 weeks people were going home because they missed their girlfriend they were getting homesick they were going I don't think this is for me right my point here is get the green berry first and then quit you know do you see what I'm saying in a marathon don't you, you don't give up you get to the finish line and then maybe you don't want to run another marathon. That's fine. But you don't give up before you get to the finish line, right? So be here now is number 10. This is a beautiful planet. We spend far too much time worrying about 
what has happened, what might happen, and what is going to happen, right? You can put any order to them you want, right? Being mindful is living in the moment. Once you learn that pretty much most of the things you think are going to happen to you that are bad aren't going to happen, it's like I'm here now, right? I'll show you how to be mindful. I'm here. Maybe I've had some stress. I've got some stuff at work, this kind of thing, right? Here's what I do. I calm myself down. I think of nothing. Thought comes in my head. I just let it go in that ear, out that ear, right? You know, I'm thinking of nothing. Is anything going to happen to me in this moment? No, of course it's not. The door's not going to smash in and the SWAT team's going to beat me up. I'm not going to, my bank's not going to crash. You know, no one's going to chuck a rock. All these worries we have just generally tend to be unfounded, right? It's like this. Nothing's going to happen. I can enjoy the moment. And when you add all those moments up, it's called a lifetime. And surprise, surprise, pretty much not a lot is going to happen to you. You might have challenges you've got to get over. Of course, we're all going to have that, right? But what I'm saying is stop worrying about stuff. Be mindful. Take time to smile at the morning sun. Take time to look at the sunset. Take time just to go and sit on some grass and go chill. Nothing. I'm not going to think about it. You know, it's called being mindful. Um, hard lessons win prizes. OK, why am I so proud of addiction and, and going through that? Why could I not care less if people want to call me drug addict or smackhead or all these disgusting, stigmatizing labels that society thinks are appropriate? You know, would you call someone with cancer a cancer? Hey, I've just come down with cancer. Oh, I didn't know you're a cancer. Of course you wouldn't, right? Just shows you how much we stigmatize against people with mental health conditions in the Western world. Okay. I digress slightly, but the hard lessons win the prizes. I hope listening to me now, you can tell I've learned quite a lot by coming through addiction and no one's ever going to take that away from me. I wouldn't have not wanted that experience. It was hard. I was mentally ill. I nearly died on a few occasions, but I didn't. And I didn't kill anyone or hurt anyone too badly, including myself, right? There's nothing to feel bad about. Hard lessons win prizes. You're not going to get to enlightenment by having an easy life because you're just not going to learn stuff, right? We only go forwards. That's pretty self-explanatory. What happened yesterday? Forget it. Doesn't matter. Leave it. Leave it in the past. Move on. What only matters is tomorrow. Forgive yourself for yesterday. You're only human. I'm only human. You know, we occasionally we do stupid things. I've broke the law trying to find myself. I've taken way, probably way too many drugs that were that, that are good for my health. You know, I've I've hurt people. Okay, I've I've tried to say sorry for for, for all of that. But the thing is, that's all in the past. Like what what. What productive member of society am I going to be if I just wallow in that shit, you know? Oh, well, I feel sorry for myself because of this. And, you know, you don't know what... It's okay trying to make sense of stuff like what happened in your childhood. That's all fine. But don't carry it. Leave the baggage. 
move on, start tomorrow. It's a new day, new life, right? Deal with it. Number 13. Deal with it means life ain't fair. Just get on and deal with it. No one promised you it would be fair. It's not supposed to be fair. It can be beautiful. It can be wonderful. It can be amazing. But don't expect it to be fair because it's not. There's some nasty people out there. There's some, you know, bad stuff that happens to you. My mum died of poisoning. She was a nurse. She breathed in asbestos on the ward she was working on, trying to help sick people. Uh, She got diagnosed. She got given two months to live out the blue and um she lived she lived for about nine i think she lived actually lived over a year right it was um you know it was cruel but i'm not going to mope about you're not going to get me on facebook and, oh my dear mum died five years ago today and i still haven't got so fuck that bullshit i love you mum you know i love you always gonna love you but what happens happen, and I'm not going to dwell. What, what possible goodness does it come from dwelling in the past? We only go forwards. Uh, sorry, we deal with it. We only go forwards and we deal with it. So two thirds greens. I'm not going to push this point. Watch my video on the alkaline, you know, getting the right balance in your diet. It's not about these silly fads, keto, calories, all that nonsense. You need to eat like your ancestors. It's that simple. If you haven't worked that out yet, please, please do. Okay, the balance that we eat our food in in the Western world is ridiculous. It's all carbs and meat. That is acid, creating acid in your body, creating acid in your blood, and your body can't get rid of all that. That is what is going to lead to ill health. I'm not going to go um, on about it because I did a video on it. Please watch it. Nothing wrong with me. Number 15. You are beautiful. I believe in you. You're no different. It don't matter if you've got spots, blemishes, you're fat, you're obese, you're skinny, you're gorgeous, you're happy, you're unhappy, you've got challenges, you think no one likes you. Nonsense. You are beautiful. You are part of the universe. You have every right to be here. You have as much right as the president, a king, the queen, all these self-appointed nonsense people, right? You have as much right as a blade of grass. That blade of grass has as much right as you, right? We are all part of this crazy experiment. When we're gone, we're all the same carbon atoms that go back back in the mud, right? Then we become flowers and birds and bees, as I, I tell my son, right? Don't forget, there's nothing wrong with you. I said that and I don't lie, okay? So if you're feeling down on yourself, stop that. We don't go backwards. We get on and deal with it. There's nothing wrong with you. What's the worst that can happen? Or what I might call this in my book is you might actually win. Okay. This is that situation when I'm up there about to run a thousand miles. What's the worst that can really happen? I didn't do any planning. I didn't want maps and and all this. I had a compass, so I knew I'm going south, right? And I've got a phone, so it's not like, you know, I can't call for an emergency. And I've got a bit of common sense and I've got emergency clothing and a tent, right? So it's not like I'm, I'm well, yeah, I actually did almost get hypothermia. But Friends, thank you for listening to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. 
Oh, please like, subscribe, and share. And don't forget to follow me on social media. So I'm up there. I'm like, what's the worst Username Chris Thrall. Instagram Chris. Excuse me, can you help me? Thank you. I've hurt myself. I've injured. I've run out of food, water. It's the weather's turn, whatever. Just always ask you, what is the worst that can happen? If it's what someone might think about you, that you don't, you shouldn't even be considering that. What other people think, that's their business. And if they think anything bad about you, then they're not very well developed, are they? They're certainly not spiritually enlightened. And that's that's fine because not everyone's supposed to be at the same stage on the journey. But you've got to recognise that and just let let those people go, right? Don't feed the dog, okay? you got a fluffy bunny and you got an horrible dog. Which one are you going to feed? You're going to feed the bunny rabbit, right? So it gets bigger and fluffier and, you know, you can you cuddle the bunny rabbit? I guess you can. What I'm saying is don't feed depression. It gets enough. It gets fed enough. Don't do it. You don't think negative thoughts. Don't be down on yourself. Don't think, oh, what if? Don't always go to the negative. You know, we've got this thing in our family. We do. We, we, we don't do don't. What I mean is, you watch your typical person, right? Say they're at the B&Q. That's like a DIY shop, right? Store if you're American. The typical person will buy, I don't know, a lawnmower or a table or, 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 or whatever. And like their partner will turn to them. Or they'll turn to, oh, we'll never get that in the car, right? It's a silly example, but we never have that in, in this house. You make that thing get in the car, right? You you make it work. You you dismantle it. You put the seats in the car down. You strap it on the roof. You have it hanging out the boot and you tie the, the boot or the trunk down, down over it, right? It's, it's you, you know, you've got to... You've got to make life work for you. You've got to see the positive in everything. Don't don't feed depression because it gets enough, you know. Uh, one life is enough. Okay. You've probably heard me say this before. You get one life. If you live it right, one is enough. You don't want to get to the end of this life. I'll just tell you a little anecdote. I was traveling. I was camping in Australia. Guy rocked up, put his tent next to me. So we're having a beer that night and poor bloke starts crying. Okay. I'm like, mate, are you okay? What, what, what? He said, Chris, I've it up. Uh, he said, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at everything you've done, all the variety, the traveling, da, 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 da. You've been in the military, but he said, I've done nothing with my life. I thought working in a job that would make me happy and I'd get promoted and then I'd get more money. And then, you know, I can be proud of that. And and then I can get a bigger house and then a nicer car. And he said, I've just come traveling for the first time in my life. I'm here in Australia. It's beautiful. I was on the Great Barrier Reef the other day and, and the guy's the guy's in bits, right? He says, I've screwed it up, Chris. I've just screwed it up. This guy was emotionally disturbed because he'd waited until he got into his 40s to start living. So 
You get one life. If you live it right, one is enough. Don't drown. Okay, this is going to be don't drown in the detail. Most people talk themselves out of something before they've even begun. Don't do it. Okay. Can you run a marathon? Yes, everybody can. It's not an elite thing. It's not something that, that only you know endurance athletes can do. You get 80-year-old people run marathons. You get people that are clinically obese. You get people that are blind. They can all do it. So can you. If you're in a wheelchair, you get out there and you do it in a wheelchair. If 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 you can't manage a wheelchair, you get your mate to come come and push you or carry you or 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 you figure the way, right? It's you don't sit down and start trying to do the details of a plan and right, well I'll I'll have to sort this out and that's going to be a problem. Then I've got this to sort out and that's going to cause a problem with that. And then ah, it's all it's you know, don't. Buy the ticket, crack on, work everything out on, on the way. Uh, number 20, if it don't hurt, it ain't worth it. Okay. This is just saying that I get so many people say to me that I should stop running, stop exercising because I've got spine prob. you know, I've got spine problems. Not from sport, well, I don't think, you know, spine issues go back to damage done in the military and this kind of thing. Um, but still, you know, when you go out, you know, I'm doing doing a big run or what, whatever, it's amazing the pain you can actually run through and you recover afterwards. It might might take a few weeks, whatever, but you recover. And so if it don't hurt, it ain't worth it. It is what it is, folks. I'm just saying that, you know, some things hurt. And that's not a problem. Shouldn't be a reason to to not to not do something. Okay, that's it. I'm going to shut up because I don't want to waffle. Um, folks, if you like this kind of stuff, if it helps you, then please, for the price of less than a cup of coffee, you can support my Patreon. Okay, Patreon is just a website that lets people like you support a guy like me to keep supporting people like you. I tell you why, you know, it takes a lot of time to do these videos and get them edited and, and formatted and then put them up on YouTube. I don't get any money from YouTube. Certainly not yet. I don't. I'm not even monetized, right? I do an awful lot of work, like one-to-one -one work on the phone, helping people that approach me through social media. Um, I don't get paid for that. Books, I know you, you all think us authors, we make a fortune. You have to believe me when I tell you my books, I don't even, I don't break even on them. You think that each one takes a year, that's £50,000 I could be earning in a job, right? I can promise you, I ain't going to make £50,000 from that book. If I did, I'd be delighted. Um, so what I'm trying to say is it's in order to keep doing this, I have bills to pay and if you appreciate this content then please consider supporting the the good thing I'm trying to do right and like I say it's 2 pounds if you're English is a minimum pledge 250 dollars if you're American you can pledge more a month but that's less than the price of a cup of coffee 
And I'm going to give you my experience across all of these countries from the highs that I've had to the depths of addiction. And I'm going to work on these rules. I tell. I'm going to expand upon them and, and, and tell you how you can implement them into your life. And you might be the happiest person already. And in which case, I'm, I'm envious for you. Right. But it doesn't mean that you can't learn, learn and achieve more, I guess. Um, and if you're unhappy in your, in your life, then we definitely need to talk. OK, so that's it. That's my 20 rules for life. This is the uh, not the English Goggins. This is Chris Rule. See you next time, friends.